Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. We are back in the kitchen, ready to go. By we, I mean myself, Roy Burton, and my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing today, Chanel? I'm a lot better than we've been doing in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we've been kind of shut down the past couple of weeks. We've both been sick. We were kind of alternated sicknesses. You had it first. The, no. You had it first. You were sick first. I was sick first. I didn't have it first because that implies that you had what I had and you did and not. And then it gestated and mutated. It lies. Into what I had. It lies. And that's why it was a lot worse for me. Uh, so I was down for you a while. You had something totally different. Um, so the doctor at Urgent Care may or may not have agreed with my assessment that I caught it from you. The, a may or may not have. That means that they didn't and you're just trying not to lie. I'm just saying. So either way, we are back. We are better than ever. We're excited to be back in front of the microphones because we have a excuse me, ton of stuff to get to on this edition of the podcast. We have some closings. We have some openings. And we have some other stuff to get to as well in our What's New segment. That's our first segment, segment of the show. But in our second segment, this, the main segment of the show, we'll be doing another edition of our travel, John. A, a couple of, well, how long ago? A few months, a few weeks? Well, we were sick for a while, so a while no, back. It wasn't <laughs> a few months. It was like three a couple months. A couple months. Well, no, we've been it, sick for a while. Wait, whoa. Yeah, we've been sick for a while. A, a month ago. Yeah, a month and change. No, it was a month ago. No, yeah, it was a while ago. We no, because. Yeah, a little change. A little change. A little change. No, because we would have came back to a month ago today. Okay. So a month ago. All right, well, that too. Anyhow, a month ago, we had a chance to go to uh, London and Paris, a, a belated anniversary uh, trip for us. So as we always do when we go away, we do an episode of the Travel John, or we kind of go to different restaurants to, to tell you guys about that. In case you guys wanted to make the trip uh, to these two cities, we'll tell you about the places we hit while we were there. We have some upcoming events to tell you about, and as always, we have our Sunday dinner invites to hand out. So we have a lot to get to on this edition of the Joan Appetit Podcast, but before we do anything, we want to thank you guys for listening to us, for supporting us, yes, for being thank here. thank you very much. Even though we've been sick for a while, <laughs> um, we want to thank you guys. I looked at the numbers last week, and I saw that 2019 is our highest year, our best year yet, in terms of number of listens. So we want to thank you guys for all of your support you guys have given to us I'm here at John Appetit. Um, wherever you listen to our show, whether it's SoundCloud or Stitcher or, or Spotify, I saw we got had over like 1,100 listens just on Spotify, which is amazing. Um, so thank you guys for listening to our show. Please spread the word while you're listening to our show. Share, our, share any tweets we put out there, any posts, Instagram posts. Um, just post our episode links on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we truly appreciate your support. Use the hashtag John Appetit wherever you talk about the show, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And please interact with us. Johnappetit at gmail.com. 
We're at John Appetit on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, we are a very, very accessible podcast, so please tell your friends to tell your friends. And leave a review. Wherever you find our show, leave a review, five stars, thumbs up. Wherever you find our podcast, we truly appreciate it because that's how we get found in other algorithms as well. Also, while you're doing that, please leave a review and leave us some, give some love to our partner shows, my other show, The Broad Street Line, if you're a sports fan. You can check, check that out at thebsline.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Or if you're in Philly, you can listen to The Broad Street Line live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia. Or you can listen live at phillycam.org. Also, check out our friends over at War Room Sports and Tissue in the Tape podcast if you're a fan of hip-hop. So, a lot of great stuff for you guys to check out in addition to the Joan Appetit podcast. So, please show our listeners, show our partners some love as well. And also, speaking of partners, big shout-out to Tay Diggs. Give him a follow on Twitter as well. <laughs> he's been a, well, he's one of our day ones. We appreciate his support. All right, Philly, what's new is a new closing, a closing on New Year's Eve. Brigham Tessa. Be having his last dinner service this New Year's Eve, uh, December thirty first. This is the uh, uh, Neapolitan Pizza Italian spot on East Pass Yonk. This is a sister restaurant of Labor Two. They're closing their final service again is New Year's Eve. Um, all for FYI, all outstanding Brigantessa gift cards will be honored at Labor Two. Uh, did, we never had a chance to have a formal dinner there. No, I've gone oh. there a couple of times for, <clears throat> and I've like tried like arancini balls, right. uh, the meatballs. I've had the pizza all very good. Very good. But we've never been together as like, uh, yeah, there's just two of us have dinner, yeah. but yeah, but we went there to one. I know I, we, we went there once for the, you went there a couple of times. I've been there probably we like went there three times. Three times. So yeah. we went there, I know we went there once for the, uh, the, the flavors on the Ave. Yeah. Bring and test is one of the. Better restaurants there, but again, you know, yeah, there are like some controversies, a lot of controversies. Yeah, like the on. chefs, chefs leaving and things yeah. like that, and you know, it's, I mean, look, running restaurants is, is hard, and when you run multiple restaurants, yeah. it's even harder. So, again, Labor Two's there, um, is that right down the street? We've been to Labor Two again as part of the flavors on the Avenue, and they have some amazing food yeah. there as well. Those arancini balls, as Chanel talked about, so there as well. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to get the Brigantessa again, you got two weeks to do that. Um, coming in the spring is a new concept from a new ownership group called Ember and Ash. It's a nose to tail restaurant with open fire cooking on a custom made grill. So, very looking forward to seeing what's coming there. But East Pass Passing has some great restaurants. So, sadly, one is leaving, but it sounds like another one is coming, uh, Ember and Ash. So, again, so if you want to get the Brigantessa, you have a couple weeks to do that before they close on the 31st. Condesa is adding lunch. We talked about Condesa a couple shows back. Yeah, um, Mexican restaurant in what? What is that technically? Is that technically Rittenhouse? I think they consider that Rittenhouse. The Rittenhouse section of Philadelphia. Um, an amazing restaurant. We it's went there the for address, dinner. Homeboy. Amazing. Um, Google Google dot com. Condesa Philly dot com. You want the address? These are the address, right? No, I, the address of the Philly dot com. Isn't it, what's that? Nineteenth Street? Yeah. No, it's Ludlow. Ludlow, it's, Ludlow. It's what Nineteenth and Ludlow? Yeah, eighteen thirty Ludlow, I believe. That sounds about right. CondessaPhilly.com. dot com. Um, as of last week, Condessa is now open for lunch from eleven thirty, eleven thirty to two p.m. Monday to Friday, not weekends. Monday to Friday. The bar is open at 11.30 as well, so if you want to go to, go there and get your margaritas on at 11.30, you can. But the menu is open, is available for lunch. Not the same as a dinner menu, no. but very similar. They got the lamb tacos. They got the guacamole. 
They have um, some other things as well. They have tostadas. I don't know if they have the same tostadas. Um, they have soups. They have fish empanadas. Did you see that on the menu? The grilled fish empanadas. Yeah, yes. man. Um, and they have plates. Skirt steak. I'm not sure what a couple other plates as well. Shrimp. You said shrimp is one of the plates. Uh, yeah, there's a shrimp plate, uh, chuleta. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I mean, something good. Um, you can look at it. <clears throat> yeah, if it's anything like the dinner menu. Look, it's like the dinner menu, so it's going to be good. I, I'm just going to – I think we can confidently say that these lunch offerings at Condesa are going to be good. We can say that, right? Confidently? I would mm-hmm. confidently say that the the food at lunch would be good because the dinner was so yeah, good. So Condesa, now open for lunching, and only during the week, 11.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., Monday to Friday, the bar is open at 11.30 um, as well. So you can do the mornings at the El Cafe. So you can get your breakfast tacos there. You can hang around for lunch from 11.30 to 2. And then now the dinner menu, of course, is still available from 5 to, I believe, 10.30 um, during the week and on the weekends. Disney Golf is now open in University City. (coughs) Excuse me. This is replacing the Little Baby's Ice Cream location at Franklin Table, 3401 Walnut Street. Now... Franklin Table, as you know, is the food hall that tries to compete with Temple University's offerings. <laughs> Whether or not you think it's better or not, it's up uh, to it's you. It's better. Whom's to say? It's better. Whom's to say? I'm to stay. <laughs> However, the University of the City uh, Dizengoff is different than the, the other Dizengoffs because they serve something called soft-serve labneh. Labneh is that thick, creamy Middle Eastern yogurt. Okay, the I, I've seen that. Yeah, but they've sweetened it. They made it a dessert. They turned it into a dessert. dessert. They sweeten it. They, they kind of serve it like soft-serve ice cream. Serve either plain or with strawberry rose shortcake crumbs, which sounds good, or dipped in a hard chocolate shell and sprinkled with peanut and sesame. That sounds better. It sounds good as well. They also have hummus bowls with various toppings and pitas and salads. So on the off chance you really want a delicious hummus bowl with like lamb cheeks or like beef or chicken skin or something, you might be able to get it there. With a nice, warm pita. With a nice, warm pita. They also serve pitas by the half dozen, if you are so inclined, and salads as well. Um, they're open Monday to Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 11 a.m. to 7. I'm sorry, Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7. And Sunday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Again, this is in the this is in the uh, Franklin's Table at 3401 Walnut Street. This is the Dizengoff. So there's Dizengoff here. There's Dizengoff downtown. Um, was it that's a, that's on uh Samson's on Samson Street? Samson. There's a Disney Golf at the um Whole Foods. Whole Foods. That's just the three, right? Yeah, just the three. I'm trying to make sure I don't miss one, but it's just the three, right? I, Not that you need more than the three. No. I just know where the two that are in proximity to me are. Yeah. Whole Foods, seventeen. You know, I used Samson. to check their Instagram like every day for a while. Why you don't follow the them? Like you just let it roll through. No, no, no. They, you can't just roll through. How many people do you follow on Instagram? No, it's not in order. It's not in sequential order. Oh, I don't pay enough attention to not know. Yeah, when you go through Instagram, it's not in sequential order. They put whatever they want to put there. I don't Instagram. You Instagram all? Do you scroll through Instagram look all the time? I look at it, but I don't know how it works. The posts that you see aren't in chronological order. I don't think I really care about that. Well, I when I'm looking for lunch at 11 o'clock, I care. Eh, I have to like want it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but every day at 11 o'clock, I'm like, man, I want some Disney golf. Let me see what's hitting. Oh, that's go, how you do it? And I would go to Instagram. See, I, I, don't care what's on, I don't care what's on top of it. If I want Disney golf, I'll just go get it. No, see, the Unless thing is, there's a raw egg on it, I don't care. If they got them cheeks, you got to go early because they sell out. 
Like I go mask? early anyway because like I don't like standing oh, yeah, you don't in have to, Yeah, you don't have to. You don't. I, it's not like you where you yeah. have to like go around the bend and over the woods right. and all that stuff. I don't have to. I just have to take uh, a walk. You know, it's just, it's just so so easy for you just to fall out of your building into like 20 great restaurants downtown. It's amazing. Anyway. Don't hate. Philly gets its first Lytle. What's Lytle, you ask? Is that how you pronounce it? Lytle. I was like, is it Lytle? Is it Lidl? It's Lytle on this show. Okay. It's a German supermarket chain that Food & Wine magazine said is, quote, like Trader Joe's, but better, end quote. It's now open from 8 to 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Sunday at 2290 East Butler Street in Port Richmond. I don't know where that is. <laughs> it's in Port Richmond. I don't know where that is. Fishtownish area? You know where it is. You have like right Aramingo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'm so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Fishtown. Yeah, right? about that. Yeah. Or am I mixing up No, 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 no. You're good. I see you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So basically, this is, well, look, this is a standard grocery store offerings. Uh, this is like an upscale Aldi. They're both German. They're not related. I, yeah, you said uh, I Trader Joe's. Related. But I was like, mm, no, I didn't think Aldi was related to it. I thought it was like an Aldi. It's not an Aldi. It's an upscale Aldi. It's like Trader Joe's. Think Trader Joe's, but just a different version. Like with nuts and fruits, with the furniture and toys and stuff as well. So a combination of Aldi and no, IKEA. Pre- well, I guess yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Aldi Kia, but they have yeah, they have a bakery, they have flour, they have the st- the same stuff you would find in a Trader Joe's or Whole Foods or whatever. But all these like kitchen appliances, fitness gear, outdoor furniture and toys and stuff like that. A lot of people swear by swear by Lytles. There's one in Vineland. There's one. This is the first one in Philadelphia. Um, there's a couple other ones coming. You said Vineland? How come we haven't been? I've been trying to kind of get you there for a while. Uh, I don't remember you yeah, asking to like, go, yeah, go to Lytle. Lytle. Go to Lytle. I don't think it's pronounced Lytle. It's Lytle. I think it's Lidl. You have a Google machine in front of you. I do. Lytle. I'm going with Lytle. Anyhow, Philly, 2290 East Butler Street. If anybody's been or anybody plans to go, please let us know. JohnAppetit at gmail.com. Let us know because we are very curious. We haven't been to the Lidl, Lidl um, near us, but we are very intrigued by this one because um, we're always looking for great grocery stores. Prices prices look very legit. So we're here for Lidl or Lidl. What, you got one? You got the answer yet? Come on, man. I'm sorry. I, I, we don't have an intern or anyone I can like. You you Google. you are the master of the talents. You you know you are here to to let us know about the pronunciations. Here. Lidl. 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 How were you saying it? Lidl? Lidl. And I said Lidl. Is it Lidl? It's Lidl. L-E-E-D-I-L. Where are you this? Something called the Sunday Post. Like I know what that is. I don't know. I just looked up. Uh, you know how I do my Google. Mm-hmm. And it was like all the, like, how do you say Ikea? Mm-hmm. How do you say Primark, it's not Primark, it's Primark. Primark? Uh, how you say ex- espresso, etc. Voldemort. Or Lidl. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going through, like, it's Lidl. Lidl. Anyhow, we got our Lidl. We got a Lidl, Philly. Let us know how Lidl is. <laughs> Sorry for taking up so much time on that. We'll go to Vineland and check out Lidl. You guys tell, tell us how Lidl, Lidl is. <laughs> oh, it's it's Lidl and Vineland. Lidl, Lidl, Lidl over the bridge. Over the bridge is Lidl. <laughs> IHOP is getting into the fast casual game. I know I how to pronounce this. this. I, I know how to pronounce it. this. I don't understand it, though. 
Their plan is to open new restaurants called Flipped for oh. grab and go breakfast. So there's a whole other name to it. It's a whole new, it's a whole new concept. All right, go on. They're gonna have these little small footprint restaurants, mm-hmm. so you can go in there and get like quick options like pancake bowls and chicken sandwiches and breakfast burritos and salads if you're so inclined. It's gonna be an all-inclusive morning spot. So you're on your way to work, you want to grab some breakfast burritos, some coffee, or some orange juice or whatever. Get it, get in, get out, get on. Not too many, not too much seating. You can grab and go. That's their plan for 2020. They're gonna open their location, first locations in Atlanta. New York, Denver, and San Fran. Okay, so they're not just going to be open in the morning. They'll be open all day. See, I don't know. I'm not sure. people like breakfast all day. I'm not sure. They didn't say. So I'm not sure. I don't know if, you, if pancake bowls are selling selling later. So I don't know. I would assume they would close. But a Dunkin' Donuts is No, think about day. the number but, of times like it's been evening. You're like, man, I could go for some pancakes. But I don't think they're selling selling pancakes. Well, I guess the, menu, the bowls. See, I don't know. See, if I were them, I wouldn't open all day. Because I don't think there's going to be a, a huge demand Please, after. Please, people ask for Dunkin' Donuts sandwiches in the evening. Breakfast sandwiches? They probably do. People eat McDonald's all day. Yeah, if but, you, these, if but you, these aren't going to be like, these aren't going to be like egg McMuffins. So it's a little different. What do you mean? They're not going to, there's not going to be breakfast sandwich. There's going to be burritos, which. Yeah, breakfast sandwich. Would you want a breakfast burrito at seven o'clock at night? That's, I guess that's my question. Depends on how I'm feeling, because sometimes you do want breakfast for dinner. Yeah, but certain breakfasts, sis, sis. No, that's you. Yeah. Like, if you give me a, a, a breakfast burrito and it is fabulous, think about the breakfast burritos at Torchies. Okay. Mm. If we had Torchies around here and they were, Torchies opening all day, and they served those breakfast burritos all day, you don't think there'd be an evening where you're like, yo, I'm going to grab one of those breakfast burritos. Torchy's different. <laughs> no, to, the, but you like I know torchy. what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You're, so if I really like this IHOP burrito, and I'm like, mm, I'm going to grab something. My choices are Chipotle, man, Chick-fil-A, eh, got to be in the mood. Moe's. Are they still around? Uh, Moe's I don't around? know. I'm, I haven't had Moe's in like a decade. <laughs> California tortilla. Yeah. You know, then you're like, mm, that breakfast burrito hits at Fleet. Flip. <laughs> flipped 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 <laughs> we're lucky i got close with the fl yeah, you yeah. know because usually i don't even get that close but i think i'm gonna get one of those breakfast burritos from flipped okay. or pancake bowl from flipped i just don't see i don't know you might, you're, you might be right you no because right. people sometimes do like a little breakfast this will work this will definitely work in cities in the suburbs i'm not sure how well it will work after hours yeah. Like in Philly, this will work at whatever because people will just eat pancakes. And I think it will work near colleges. Yeah, near colleges. Because I can see being a student saying, you know what? I just want some pancakes. Yeah. Oh, people go to kids. Those kids go to insomnia at two in the morning. So yeah. I get it. Instead of a cookie, I'll get a pancake yeah. or a waffle. You know what I mean? So I could see that going out. I don't know about around here. Yeah, around here. It I, wouldn't fly around here. Yeah, I keep here. thinking around here when you said it. Yeah. So it no, see, make sense. I, I think in terms of other places, I don't always think around here. Because rarely do things work around here if they're not like Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I was going to say Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Texas Roadhouse or Chipotle. Like Chipotle, right. Texas Roadhouse, and Hibachi. You know what I mean? Like it, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Like if it's not, that's what works around here. It has to be a place you can bring your whole family to. Da, da, da. But a fast casual 
breakfast spot. Yeah. Spots work around here. Like the one that works is Chipotle because teenagers. But that's the only one. That works around here? Yeah. Because it's sustained by teenagers and people like us. We all like it. You know what I mean? Flipped probably wouldn't work around here. That's what um, I'm saying. Like unless you- it was like, and you said it's not big inside. There'd have to be something appealing to it besides just serving breakfast. Like the music or like the, the but aesthetics. There's not, that many seats. there's not that many seats. And there's not that many seats. Yeah. So it won't work around here because it has to be a place where kids can go and sit. And when I say kids, I mean like teenagers, teenagers. Right. can go and sit. Because that's why they like Chipotle. If you notice, like they're like they get to sit in there and hang out in there. Because when you go to get your Chipotle, who's sitting in there? It's not adults. It's no. always teenagers. Teenagers or families. Yeah. 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 Thinking about this. Yeah, this works in the cities, which is why it's probably smart that they're starting in cities, in big yeah. cities. Yeah. I don't know if this works outside. It's of not going to work around here. Yeah. But anyhow, so if you want, if you're interested, Atlanta, New York, Denver, San Fran. Flipped again. Check them out in 2020. The fast casual uh, version of IHOP. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna go talk about a couple of places that do not have flipped as of yet, but maybe soon. London and Paris. Another edition of the Travel John coming up on the other side. You're listening to the John Appetit podcast. Welcome back. Segment number two of the show. This is our latest edition of what we call the Travel John. This is our series about um, different restaurants and, and things we've tried outside of the Philadelphia area. We had a chance about a month or so ago to take a trip, um, a belated anniversary trip to uh, L- London and Paris. This is our first ever trip to London, second trip to Paris. Um, we talked about Paris before on the show, maybe a year and a half ago on the show, if you want to check out um, our first impressions of the food in Paris, although we didn't eat, didn't eat a lot of authentic French food either time, which is a little weird, I guess. No, but the last time, didn't we? Not a lot. A couple times, but not a, not a lot. Okay. But we did eat. I, I mean, we, we ate a ton of croissants. I don't know we. <clears throat> we. Yes, Speaking French. French now. Yeah, French. French. We. We. <laughs> we. 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 we, we. Um, but we did eat a lot of British food or London food or English food or whatever you call it um, in mm-hmm. London. Uh, with alphabetical uh, alphabetical order, uh, <laughs> chronological order. How should we do this? Because uh, we were only in Paris for a couple of days, so that's going to be short. So let's chronicle. Uh, so in chronological order, as best I can quasi remember, and I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly you're going to have to help me, sir. I get it. I'm, I'm going to have. I'm going to roll down the things that. Oh, you have notes. I have notes, but I don't um, know if they're in the right order. It doesn't matter. Just We're going to go. So first time. So in London, they have about forty-seven. So forty-seven different markets, like food <laughs> markets. Explain what these are. They're outdoor markets. Outdoor markets. Well, not all outdoor. Um, a lot of them are outdoor. Are outdoor. Yeah, some are um, indoor. Food, food markets with various stalls. Um, with what, food. To put it in context, what did they remind you of? So isn't it something like the Italian market or something like that? Mm. Or similar to that? Would you say? What's a, yeah, what's a good comparison? If you took um, like Redding Terminal and put it outside. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. You took Redding Terminal Market, put it outside. Those would be some of the markets in London. Yeah, we had a chance to visit. And then there were like flea markets, people selling clothes and records and stuff all around them. So think in context, just think food stalls, markets, all different types of um, ethnicities and food types. 
uh, flanked by t-shirt sales and record sales and all kinds of stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, no, it was amazing, amazing. And again, so, you can just walk down the street in some places or walk near the water, the the River Thames, and see Christmas markets. And yeah. other, like, all markets kinds of outdoor markets. Markets are what, what I found, before we get into the food and everything, what I found great about this is it seemed like you could just be an entrepreneur, like just get a stall set up and, and sell what you got. You know what I mean? Like, I like that aspect of it. I don't think we have enough of that here. No. At least not in this area. Not in this, area. in this general area. Probably Smorgasburg in, in Brooklyn mm-hmm. it has a similar feel to this. Where, but even that seems more of restaurants we're setting up. This is like, oh, Nana has a good recipe for banana pudding. I'm getting a stall. I'm cooking up Nana's recipe and I'm selling it outside. Yeah, these weren't all restaurants. No, these weren't no, all places with is, websites. These no, are, you know, this is like I have the goods. You'll love my goods. Let me go out here right. and sell. This them. is me either every day or every Sunday coming out to this stall and selling my banana pudding or selling mm-hmm. my cookies or my right. pasta or whatever. So there's a lot of the markets that are that have that feel. Um, probably the most famous market was the one we went to first, and that's a Borough Market um, in the Southwark section of um, South Bank. It's on the South Bank uh, of London. I think it's the Southwark, Southwark section Southwark. of the South. But I think it's pronounced Southwark. Southwark. I don't know. We're gonna go Southwark. Let's go Southwark because we'll we're Americans and that's Bank how it's side. spelled. Bankside. I know it's Bankside. Um, it's Borough Market. It's the most famous of the markets. And Borough Market has apparently the most famous coffee shop company um, in London, mm-hmm. Monmouth Coffee Company. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, the place where people line up for coffee. Yes. I don't think there's much more to it. No, than there's that. nothing much more to it. You line up, you get, uh, you know, lattes, flat whites, all kinds of coffee. So, of course, I'm the coffee drinker of the two. So I lined up for coffee. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Would I stand in line for Monmouth Coffee again? No. No. no, no, no. It wasn't. It, it was good. It was whatever. Like, yeah. I, I don't have anything against it. I get it. It's a tea area. <laughs> so emphasis is on the tea. Maybe that's why they thought it was really good coffee. It was good coffee. It was coffee that I would find in maybe a coffee shop or something. It, it was fine. It was fine. So we went to Monmouth, got that out of the way. And then, like, Monmouth is kind of like on the, on the outskirts of... The Borough Market, the outside fringe of Borough Market. Borough Market is like, it's like an attack on the census. There's just so much everywhere. There's so much (laughs) everywhere. And then you have the people cooking up and they're shoving spoons at you. They taste the food. and It just smells good. There's fresh bread and paella and all kinds of stuff just going on all around you. And it's like, I smell ham. I smell this. I smell that. And your eyes look as people are walking by with food, and it's like, what's that? Where they get that? You just it, it, there's if you go there with no game plan like we did, your eyes are you're, you'll get whiplash because your head is going back and forth with like, what are we gonna try? Yeah, it's like, oh, all right, well, this, there, there's a ham sandwich. Okay, well, where'd that ham sandwich go? Oh, well, let me taste this paella while I'm on the way to the ham sandwich. <laughs> oh, here's somebody selling a whole bunch of spices over here. All right, well, here's somebody selling the what was that the spelt. That yes, felt the spelt or whatever like that. Oh, all right. Well, here's some gelato. Oh, let me walk around <laughs> this side and then see like and see, seventeen different cookies like, the size of my head. There's so many things there. It's like 
it's you can have a game plan and still just be it's, like, no, you get completely knocked out. So there's food on the inside, and there's like food on like the fringes of the outside of it, and it's just there's just a lot of food. Um, so okay, now what foods did we? Eat? So we went to this place called Bread Ahead. This is a bakery, mm-hmm. and they had some beautiful looking pastries, some yes. amazing looking pastries. You got the honeycomb donut? Yes, I did. Honeycomb filled donut. I'm not sure yeah. what it was all. So it it was a a, a donut, uh, powdered donut. On the outside and inside it was filled with like this honey caramel whipped filling. And normally I don't go for a filled donut just because I don't like a donut with sugar on the outside and then full of sweet stuff in the middle. But the filling wasn't super sweet. So that was good. Um, it was actually very tasty. The donut part was really, really good. I enjoyed it. I don't think you got a chance to try it. I did not. No, did you not. didn't. Because the filling inside, you were like, I'm not doing that. No. No, it was really good. And the thing that made it really good is that filling inside wasn't super sweet. So it was like a nice compliment to the sugar on the outside of the donut. And it just what it was very good without being overly sweet. So I like that. And you could taste the caramel. You could taste the honey. It was just, it was very good. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So in addition to that, um, actually right near there. There's this place called Fish Kitchen, uh-huh. and they serve fish and chips. Because, you know, you go to London, you got to do fish and chips. That's their thing. Like, and they have different, like, most places serve different types of fish, yeah. um, whether it's cod or haddock or, I mean, some places serve, like, five, six different kinds of fish. Yeah. Um, here, we got the, the cod. cod right? So, we had cod here and haddock. Oh. So, fish and chips in a, in a box. Let me say, they give you healthy portions of yeah. fish and chips. Yeah. Like, they don't, they don't, they don't cheap you out. Like, it's not... I don't even know how much it was, like 10, 11 bucks or whatever it was. Probably about 11 bucks. Like $11, like it was a big piece of fish and a lot. Like it was like, all right, this is like, I would think for the most part, like for the the food that we got pretty much everywhere we went, it was, they gave you good portions. You, yeah, you got, you had really good portions and nothing was like super duper expensive that you wouldn't have expected to be expensive. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the fish, uh, it, first of all, it was beautiful, beautifully cooked. The, the crust on the outside looked like something out of a magazine. It was golden. It was shiny without being greasy. And um, it was it was crispy. Uh, and that batter that they seasoned with was very tasty. I liked that batter, the mm. seasoning on that batter. Very good. Um, I thought the fish was flaky. It was moist. It wasn't overcooked. The chips, I could take them or leave them. Yeah, they're, they're chips. They're chips. When, and when they say chips over there, they mean like French fries. Yeah, they're just basically thick cut. French yeah, thick fries. cut, thick cut French fries. What did you think of the fish? I thought it was. I thought it was really good. It was a really good. Again, like you said, the batter, the, the batter was perfect. Fish was cooked excellently, excellently. But again, I'm just, I was just more not impressed. I was like, you know what? This is a quality meal. Like this is a meal. Like this, like you can just go there and eat an order of fish and chips and that's lunch like that's enough like it's a hearty meal yes it was a nice hearty meal cooked well okay i was very very um pleased with that so we had that um we had did you talk shrimp, about papaya? shrimp papaya i was looking just now i was trying to look at the name of the vendor i can't find it mm-hmm. um so there's a stall basically kind of in the middle ish of borough market mm-hmm. um that serves different kinds of paella um and they have they have this huge Paella pan, like huge. Um, and they'll they, and they literally serve samples to anybody who mm-hmm. walk by, of you know the shrimp paella. And they had you know, paella, you know, they had huge shrimp. Like these shrimp are massive. 
Um, big shrimp. Um, you know, paella with peas and, and rice and stuff like that. Mussels. Mussels. Um, chicken. It had chicken. Yeah, chicken. And I, and I had chicken. Peas. And, and you get an order, and the order was like 70 pounds or whatever like that. And it's a nice, hearty, pea, yeah. hearty order. Again, this is a nice-sized portion of the shrimp and uh, the shrimp paella. Um, now, the shrimp has this like, entire body shrimp, so <laughs> it was a little hard to eat. And that's the thing about Bar Market. Not a lot of places to eat, to sit down and eat. Unless you're a fan of eating uh, head-on, shell-on shrimp, which yeah. people do do. Right. Um, otherwise, then you're like Roy, and it's like, uh, my fingers are getting all, <laughs> yeah. all orange <laughs> from the saffron. <laughs> yeah, because there's not a lot of places. There's not a lot of tables. There's not a lot of chairs. There's not a lot of, not a lot of places to sit down and kind of like... You need to dig in. Not when it's busy, yeah, yes. and it was a really yeah. busy and Saturday. It was, it was busy. It was a busy Saturday. So, had the shrimp paella. Um, after that, again, I don't know the name of this place. Maybe you do. You got that mac and cheese with the chicken. Yes. So they had um, a mac and cheese where they put like a, a fried chicken on top, and it had some spices. I don't know if they were Thai spices or what. I don't remember what the name of the rest the place was. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah. Oh. That was probably one of the best things I ate that day. That was fantastic. I don't know what that it's was. It's just was mac amazing. and cheese with fried chicken on it, but it was different, man. That was a different, it was special. The mac and cheese was creamy. The noodles were cooked perfectly. Um, that chicken, that spice on that chicken was excellent. It was crunchy. Had a little bit of heat to it mixed with the cheese and the macaroni. It was super tasty. And they had, that place had, like, you know, you can get different bowls. So you can get different kinds of chicken or um, you can get, um, was it different mac and cheese? It was mac and cheese type You can of get things, mac or? and cheese with like pulled pork, pork mac yeah, and cheese with a different type of chicken yeah. or just plain mac and cheese. So you could do it up all different ways. Yeah. And that, that was, and that was kind of like on the outside. It's a pretty, Bird Market is pretty huge. Yeah. Um, so I guess it was on the outside part. I don't know what to, I don't know what to call it. Yeah. It was what, like when we were on our way out and we were like, what's this? But we missed one thing. Didn't you get a pasta dish? Well, I got the pasta from La, La Tua Pasta. I do yeah. know that. We got a, got, yeah, there's a, a company called La Tua Pasta, and they make pasta. It's cooked to order. You can, get, you can get pasta, whatever kind of pasta you want, whatever kind of sauce you want, whether you want cheese, you want meat sauce, marinara. Um, and again, they'll cook it to order. It takes a few minutes. This was delicious pasta. Not only was the pasta good, you can actually buy the pasta itself. They sell the pasta if you want to take it home and cook it yourself. So this is a good place to go to. That reminds me, um, when Roy talking was talking about the uh, buying the pasta, bringing it home yourself, and cooking it. If you go to London, you get an Airbnb and you have access to a stove, refrigerator, and all that, and you want to like save money uh, by cooking your own meals or whatever. Borough Market is a great place to come to get uh, groceries and stuff. There's yeah. fresh fruits and vegetables. There's meat, uh, fish, all that stuff that you could buy to bring back to your airbnb to cook up including that pasta which was fantastic that was absolutely fantastic um and we also again don't know the name of the place but we got some um uh what's the drink remember we had that drink the um not wine sangria sangria yeah yeah, the sangria too, as well. That was really good. Yeah, that was that. That was an actual restaurant. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. attached to Borough Market. Again, and they also had a paella there. By the time we got to their paella, that we were done. It was crazy. It yeah, was done. It we was were like, done. This is too much. This is too much. We did it for you guys. We did it for the, we did it for the gram. <laughs> we did it. We did it for the gram. But no, we, although we posted none of the pictures yet. Yeah, I didn't post a lot of the pictures. Um, we and again, were we sick. Didn't, <laughs> and we didn't. Fin- and we didn't finish everything. Like, we no, didn't finish the paella. No, we, we didn't, didn't finish, finish it. it. 
it was fish and chips. We yeah, we just I think we finished that mac and cheese though. <laughs> uh, we no, we actually we didn't? didn't because it was the last oh, thing. Oh, that's we got. right, that's right, that's we right. Didn't finish it. Mac and cheese is crazy. <laughs> if we had gotten that first, we probably would have so even good. tasted anything else. <laughs> um, yeah. So and again, there's like eighty different places to eat there, and like Chanel said, there's bakeries and fresh meats and fresh seafoods and vegetables and spices and. You can go to town. You can eat at a different place there for like, you know, over three months and not repeat, you know, the same place. And there's Korean food. There's food from all over the world. Yes. I mean, it's amazing. And there's, like you said, cookies the size of your head. And like, we didn't even get to that We stuff. didn't even eat the dessert. We were so like done. Yeah. Like there were, there was like a. There were donuts galore. Like red like, velvet cake and donuts. And it's like, I can't do all this. There's just so much stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. A <laughs> lot of vegetarian options. A lot like, of vegetarian stuff. A lot of You Indian can go on stuff. YouTube and look at videos of Borough Market and you'll you'll just kind of, you'll understand why we seem like we're a little overwhelmed talking about it because there was just a lot going on there. Yeah. So later we did try fish and chips again. We went to a place called Golden Union. Um, and this is supposed to, supposedly one of the higher rated fish and chip spots in London. Um, they have, again, multiple different kinds of fish. Mm-hmm. You got the haddock? So this time I got the haddock because yeah. I didn't want to do cod again. And I got the cod um, with mushy peas. Ugh. All mushy peas are are peas mushed up. that have been mushed up. I told you that. They don't add like a lot of butter. Which no, I they, they might. do. Not, it wasn't a whole lot of butter in mine. No, I think they do. It didn't taste like it. <laughs> That's because you're used to... Our butter, maybe. I don't know. It, it was, looked like it was a peas. bunch. It was peas. I don't understand what you thought you were going to get. So the mushy it's peas were whatever. Baby food. That's what they are. How was the, how was the haddock? The haddock was fantastic. Again, crunchy coating, crispy, uh, golden fried, very um, beautiful looking uh, piece of fish to the point where a person uh, actually came up to me and asked me how I liked it because it looked beautiful. Straight street. Um, <laughs> silly. The batter, I like the batter at the place we went to earlier, the flavor in the batter, but I liked um, the tartar sauce that came with this fish. It was fantastic. I actually like the french fries with this one, too. I think I yeah, ate so I, all the fries on this one, and they give you a lot of fries. ton of fries. ton of fries. Yeah, no, Golden Union, this is a very good place. If you want authentic fish and chips, um, if you're not at one of the, again, 37 different markets, you want to sit down restaurant? Golden Union is a place to go. We we recommend that. Yeah, and people were Definitely. lined up to go, so we know we uh, we didn't make a poor choice in going here. So the next day we went to another market called Old Spitalfields. Yes, this is more of an indoorsy. One. Yeah, this is more of an a indoor, more clean cut, a little more indoors, a newer market. I think it opened a couple of years ago. It's not it's not that old. Um, they this, they do have an outdoor part, which we really didn't get to. This didn't um, seem so much like. Oh, I'm going to get up and do my Nana's pudding. This seemed like no, no, no. Um, this was a little more structured. Yeah, more formal stalls. Yeah. Again, more stalls that have like, you know, like Chanel said, like there's art, there's paintings over here, yeah. there's T-shirts, there's knickknacks and things like that. On the way to Old Spitalfields, uh, we stopped at uh, the Brick Lane Sunday Market. Now, Brick Lane, um, on su- on Sundays uh, on Brick Lane, um, there's an outdoor market. Like, you know, a straight up outdoor, like here are different stalls. Here's some like, pork buy chicken this over here. Pocketbook. Here's some rotisserie on the. Here's some rotisserie, whatever rotisserie chicken over here, and just like again, it's just, just almost an attack on the senses, but in a good way. I mean, there's just so many different smells and tastes and flavors, and it's like our goal was to go to Spitalfields and say, hey, are we gonna go to Spitalfields? We're gonna eat and go crazy. But then you see all the stuff at Brick Lane, you're like, oh, I gotta try some of this, or I gotta, you know, at least like sample this or taste this or whatever. Chanel, you know, she kind of. Um, 
fought the urge not to do so. I did not taste anything. You, on the other hand. I had to taste because we were at the bagel shop in Brick Lane. Is that how it's pronounced? Bagel. 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 Bagel shop in Brick Bagel. Lane. Yes. There's two famous salt beef bagel shops, bagel shops. on Brick Lane. There's Brick Lane. Uh, I think one, I think it's called Brick Lane Bagel mm. Bagel Shop. And one's called Bagel Shop and one's called... The Bagel Shop? No, it's, well, I forget what it is. Yeah. Anyhow, one's a white sign, one's a yellow sign. People fight over which one's better. I'm sure every city I'm has sure a similar deal. I'm sure they're both deal. the same. Um, I went to the one with the yellow sign. It was fine. It's a, it's salt. It's corned beef it's on a bagel. It's corned beef on a bagel. They call it's it salt cut. beef. Yeah, they call it salt beef. It's thick cut corned beef on a bagel with mustard. If you want pickles, there's a pickle. It's fine. It's great. Would have ordered again, though. No. But I had to do it for the culture. It was cool. I mean, nothing special. It wasn't mind-blowing. That's fine. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I know you weren't. Your no, thing. I was not eating that. It was just like a big hunk of corned beef on a bagel. So again, so that was on with Brick mustard. Lane. That was on Brick Lane. That was near the end of Brick Lane. So you kind of walk from Brick Lane towards Old Spitalfields. Had a chance to go to a place called Dark Sugars. Ooh. Dark Sugars is a chocolate confectionery. Confectionery. Chocolateria. I don't know. Chocolateria. I don't know. Chocolate. They sell chocolate. Oh, fantastic! Lovely chocolate. Not Hershey. No. No. Not Lent. No. No. This is a special kind of chocolate. What's that good? That good chocolate. Yes, super good. And they have white chocolate and dark chocolate and spiced chocolate and truffles. uh, Truffles and chocolate with. Champagne and chocolate with, I don't know. Chili powder. Chili powder and caramel and all kinds of stuff. So they're famous for the thing you had. Yeah, so they have um, hot chocolate. And they have hot chocolate and they put in chocolate shavings. When I say chocolate shavings, they put in like handfuls (laughs) of white chocolate and milk chocolate and dark chocolate shavings. They have the shavings like on the board and you just put handfuls of them into your, your, your hot chocolate and you drink the hot chocolate. Again, this is thicker hot chocolate. This isn't like, um, like the hot chocolate. Swiss Swiss mist. This ain't Swiss mist. Like this is Mm -hmm. chocolate. This is thick chocolate with chocolate shavings. Um, you get one, it's like $4. I mean, it's not even crazy expensive. It was delightful. Like, so we went in, we get, because you buy, you go in there, you get chocolate. Um, was it about a gram, 100 gram, 100 gram? Yeah, like gram? you just, you can just get a bag and then they'll weigh in. You pay by the, it's like eight ninety nine yeah, per, per 100 grams, grams or, or something like that. like that. And then you're sitting there and then the, so then the guy who owns the store, every now and then he'll come out with a tray and you can sample the chocolate, which just gets you to buy more chocolate. So anyhow, so we went in there and we bought some chocolate. Why did I go back in? I'm trying to remember why I went back we went in. went back in because I got the... A uh, hundred grams. Yeah, you got the hot chocolate, yeah. but then you're like, I'm going in to get a bag of my own chocolate. Right. And so I, you went back in to get a bag of your own I, chocolate. I gave you the, I gave you, I gave you the hot chocolate. But while why I gave you the hot chocolate, I'm like, she's probably going to finish this hot chocolate because the hot chocolate is amazing. But I didn't. I saved it. But you did save. You did save some. But like the hot chocolate. Anyhow, the hot chocolate was so good that within the span of ten minutes, we were about to buy two because they were that good. Yes. Ew, that chocolate's crazy. That was very tasty. I highly recommend but then going. then the chocolate itself, fingers. the chocolate pieces, the balls, mm-hmm. whatever. Themselves. All the chocolate that we had that we weighed out by the gram, fantastic. And there's Every two. Every piece I had. There's two dark sugars. There are two. There's a bigger one that has ice cream. Yes. And then there was the one we went to, the, the smaller OG one, where one. the owner was. Yeah. So 
Go to Dark Sugars. Go to if you can. If you're in London on a Sunday, try to make your way to Brick Lane. And you, even if it's not on a Sunday, just go to Dark Sugars. Yeah, no, that's I mean, just a that's worth a trip shop. by itself. Yeah. Period. Point point. Old Spitalfields again is not a couple blocks away, um, and that's open again. Before we get to that, there was another market on the way to. Old yeah, Spitalfields. you ate at that market, and I told you not to. No, but it was good because we had the pasta. Yeah, you had, had the pasta. I told you not to. You eat had it. some. It was a pasta. I like a couple bites because I knew what I was going to get. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there was a. An indoor market. Basically, this was like a converted warehouse that they just like put up a bunch of stalls and people come out. I think it was just on Sundays. People would just sell, sell food. And yeah. there's like all sorts of Nana's food. pudding. Again, there was baked goods and that soda we drank. Remember that guy gave us mm-hmm. that soda and pasta and Indian food. And, and you just walk around and you just stick spoons in your hand and you sample. And if you like it, you just buy a whole portion. You can just walk around there and eat samples. Samples you and you'll, you'll get full. That's why I was um, like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> so again, I ate pasta there. So by the time I got to Old Spitalfields, I was pretty full. He was full. But you got to but Old Spitalfields. He didn't know why he was going. To, he knew he was going to Old Spitalfields for me. He didn't know what he was about to experience. No. So I kept saying to myself, why is he eating? I told him we're going to get soup dumplings. But you probably were just like, well, they're soup dumplings. Yeah, soup dumplings. Whatever. So we went to, what was it, the Dumpling Shack? Dumpling Shack. So I had seen this place a couple times on um, videos on YouTube. So what they specialize in are soup dumplings, but not, what are those called? Shaolong Bao or something like that? I think that's it. Um, Except it's not like any soup dumpling you've ever had because they fry the bottom of it so it's crispy. So it's your regular soup dumpling with your soup inside, steamed at the top. Fried at the bottom, crispy. Fantastic. I it was well worth the wait, it was well worth the walk. These things, the soup inside was so tasty. The little pork meatball inside with the soup was great. But the best part was that crunch at the bottom yeah. of the soup dumpling. Because it's like usually you just get the steamed dumpling. It's like, oh, this is good, whatever. But that crunch added something special to that man. So we also got the um Shrimp dumplings and chili oil, which were also fantastic because the chili oil they used there, I've never had chili oil that tastes like that. It was very good. It clearly had like a Szechuan uh, peppercorns in it and some other things. Very good. Excellent. The surprise was the shrimp uh, dumplings and the chili oil because I just grabbed them. I didn't know what they would taste like. I was like, oh, we'll just get dumplings and chili oil. Soup dumplings were everything I'd hoped they'd be and more. Yeah, so I so I kind of want to apologize because, again, Old Spitalfields Market is a very nice market. There's a ton of places to eat. I was full. Yeah, the only place we ate was the dumpling shop. Yeah. Because like that's all I wanted. Yeah, usually we would hit like four places, four or five places. I didn't have the stomach. I couldn't eat anymore. I was full. Yeah. He kept eating on the way, and I said, stop. There's so many places to stop. eat. Stop. There was like... <laughs> chocolate to eat and there's a lot there's a lot of stuff to eat so i was full so, but highly recommend dumpling shack at old Spitalfield. highly recommend old spitalfields um hopefully you guys have more and more time more of an opportunity to eat more places. there's way more places there's to eat than where we ate there. tons yeah. of places tons. um so next up in the interest of time we'll go shorter on yeah. some of these hawksmore borough we had dinner there again this is one of the higher rated steakhouses in uh london we don't have to go through everything we ate, but there's a couple of things I know we I know we want to talk about. Bone marrow oysters. Talk about it. So they had these things called bone marrow oysters, and they are what they sound like. Oysters with bone marrow on them. Grilled. It's a grilled, grilled char-grilled. char-grilled oysters with bone marrow. 
OMG. These are literally one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life. Mm. Never would have thought to put an oyster with bone marrow like that. But if you think about texture wise, it kind of makes a little sense. But that was fantastic. And you didn't want that. I was on the fence. You didn't want them. So what did you think about them? Oh, no, they were very good. They were very good. Um, I'm not all in the greatest things I ever ate category, but they were very good. They were were. They were different. Like I, they were a lot better. Than I, I bet expected. you you've never tasted anything like no, that. No, in no, your no, life. no, no, no. And that's where where you end up on the best things I've ever tasted. If it tastes like something I've never eaten in my life, and like I think about it constantly, then that's how you end up on that list because that's something I constantly think about. And uh, we had you know a bunch of sides and things. I do want to talk about the steak because this is one of the best steaks I've ever had. I don't oh, know about yeah. you. Yeah. The steak, the ribeye steak, like these steaks. These are these are fantastic steaks. Awesome, cooked perfectly. You got? Did you get the bone marrow gravy? You got gravy, I had right? a bone marrow gravy. Yeah, yeah. With, I, I went a little bone marrow crazy, <laughs> which was awesome. That was some good gravy. And you got the bacon. Yeah, I got the bacon, the thick, the thick cut bacon. Yeah, the bacon and the steak and oh my god. And the service there was also great. Service yeah, there was very good. Hawksmore, and we had seen this on a um a, a, one of the shows because the guy who owns them is like. Some famous butcher or something, right? I don't know the story. But yeah. we've seen them on Yeah, YouTube. we've seen them. But highly recommend. They have, what, a few of these. There's a few Hawksmoor. They all they all rated pretty high. Yeah. Um, we went to Hawksmoor Borough, which is the one that's right near Borough Market um, on, on South Bank, um, or Bankside. Um, so, yeah, so definitely check out Hawksmoor Borough if you can, if you're in a mood for steak. But, again, there's a few Hawksmoors around if you're in different parts of the city. Um, after that, we had a chance to go to Fortnum & Mason for afternoon tea. Now, yes. afternoon tea... There's this big British thing where people go, and they have it all over the city. Like, air, like a lot of places do afternoon tea. And you a lot go, of hotels. A lot of hotels. Like um, people, some people get dressed up to make a big deal out of it. But I couldn't go to one where we get dressed up and make a big deal because it was like I was dragging Roy to afternoon tea. So Fortnum & Mason is a department store? Is that the best way to call uh, it? It's like a store. Yeah, I guess we could call it a department store, maybe. A higher-end department store. It's a higher-end department store, um, but they're famous for their afternoon tea. Um, I'm trying to... Yeah, so yeah, I'll just leave it. No, I want you to explain what what afternoon tea was. So afternoon tea is where you go and you sit and they give you fine china. Yes. And (laughs) they come around and they give you... Little sandwiches, yes, and little little biscuits, <laughs> not biscuits, scones, scones, and tea and cakes and pastries. Yes, and you sit there. And basically, it's like a more of a conversational. You sit there for a couple hours and you drink tea and you eat sandwiches and you kind of chill. You know, just have a nice little nice little. It's a cool. It's a cool deal. I mean, it's like like, like we don't have a lot of. I know. Um, what's that place? The place where we went to uh, La Croix has it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple places around here who do it, um, but we don't really do it in America. It's a cool, it's a cool weekend thing. I would dig it. Um, so anyhow, Fort Mason is like one of the more famous ones, maybe the most famous one. I don't know. No, it's uh, it's in, in London. Uh, it's not like Claridge and stuff like that. Are uh, the most famous? Yeah, ones? more famous. Um, I think the thing with Fort Mason is it's a beautiful one. Um, you can actually uh, there have the tea that the Queen drinks her tea yeah. there. Um, and then any teas that you try in the re- in the restaurant, you can actually just go downstairs and buy. Yeah, they have like two, two or three dozen teas, and you get the tea, and they give you a little the little tea, and they pour in your, you know. So it's so it's nice. It's a nice little experience. Um, you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. 
That's I enjoyed good. It. I enjoyed it. Um, did you enjoy it? I did. I had fun. I thought it was awesome. I didn't know how Roy would take it because of the little sandwiches and stuff like that. Because afternoon tea is usually something you eat between lunch and dinner. So that, like, when you get that little peckish. But it's like a meal. Yeah. It was a meal because you ordered more sandwiches. <laughs> They give you sandwiches with the bread cut, with the with the edges cut off, <laughs> with the crust cut off. So if you order a whole other, you know, order of sandwiches and then you eat them all except for the cucumber ones, <laughs> then you'll get full like it's a so meal. So it's like two sandwiches. They give you two sandwiches worth of sandwiches, but then some of the sandwiches <laughs> are cucumbers, so you don't eat those. So then you order sandwiches that have meat on them, and then you eat two sandwiches worth and the scones. And, you know, good. and so with Fortnum and Mason's tea, uh, you can actually get refills on all the foods. So if there is something like you really enjoy, they'll, they'll bring you more out and you get like two hours of time just to sit there and drink teas and you can try different teas or you can stick with the same tea. Um, but I, I personally would highly recommend Fortnum and Mason just because once you're done with your tea, you can go downstairs and like shop or you can shop before tea. And there's all kinds of gifts that you can buy for your family and friends to bring back. Now, for those like me who didn't know what a scone was until a couple of weeks ago, scone is like a biscuit. It's just a hard mm, is it biscuit. A biscuit. It's like a biscuit. It's a hard, sweet biscuit. I, I, that's how you'd like to It's a hard, it. sweet biscuit. At Fortnum and Mason, the key with this, because they give you something called lemon curd, which I'm not even sure what it is. But it's fantastic. But it's great. And some like raspberry jam or something and clotted cream. And you can take all that stuff home with you. Yes. If you have leftovers, you can take it home with you. So, like, you can, they'll box up whatever you don't eat. You can take it home with you. And they'll even add more to the box if you ask for it. Yeah, if you want some more cake or something, they'll they'll throw it in there. Scones and lemon curd. Clotted cream is not bad. Lemon curd is not bad. I'm not even sure what they were before, but they're not bad. (laughs) But a scone scone is just a biscuit. A sweet biscuit. that's what you want to call it. That's all it is. All right. Um, Trying to think what else. All right. So finally, breakfast and, l- and, and dinner l- on, the uh-huh. same, on the same day. We went to the same place. Yes, went to a place called Dishoom. It's yes. an Indian place. Yes. Uh, for breakfast, we both got the bacon. Non-roll. No, you had I bacon egg, egg and I just had bacon. What do people know about the bacon non roll? So the bacon non roll um, <coughs> that I had was basically <clears throat> non with <clears throat> some. What do you, what do you think that was? Butter, maybe? Yeah, yeah I think it was butter. Butter, um, warm non butter with. Thick bacon and some sort of chutney, folded up like a little sandwich. It was so good, and it was so simple. Yeah, it's a so simple. It was thing. so simple, but so good. It was just bacon, naan, this like butter in the chutney, and I was like, "This is really good." Very simple, very nice little starter to the day. Nothing too heavy. Nice little, nice yeah, flavor. Yeah, nice little light little something. Yeah, you get a nice little bacon naan, throw an egg on there, a little sandwich, a little you coffee. You had egg on yours. Yeah. Some Runny people egg. Do, some people do sausage on theirs. I mean, you know, nice little starter. Again, you don't have to go too crazy. Yeah. So we had that for breakfast. Like, all right. All right. This is all right. Cool. No, okay. So then we went back for dinner. Now, the way the shoe works is after, I believe, 5 p.m. for dinner, they do not take reservations. So you have to stand in line and wait. Um, put your name on a list. Um, and wait to get seated. Now, Dishoom, there's like seven of them. There's a bunch of Dishooms around the city. They're all extraordinarily popular. Yes. They're all super <laughs> busy. Yes. They're crazy busy. Like you, like if you go there and it's dinner time, you're probably going to have to wait. Yes. And they don't give you a buzzer. Or they don't take your no, number. You need to wait in line. You have to wait in line at Dishoom and in the line in order. 
until they call you. Until they call you. However, if you go to the shroom, it happens to be cold. They'll give you hot chai when you're in line. While you're waiting in line. While you're waiting in line. So you're waiting in line and you're out in the cold and you're like, I literally, you literally have to stand on the cold for like 45 minutes, maybe an hour or something until you get called inside and, and wait then some you more. you wait in the bar. <laughs> you wait some more. But again, but we'll get to that in a second. But they'll give you hot chai, you know, keep you warm, whatever like that. If you don't know what chai is or if you look like you may not know what chai is and you go to the Deshoom in Covent Garden, you might get asked, do you know what it is? <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> Perhaps. I'm not saying that happens. And no, and I'm no. saying yeah, and then, hypothetically. Yeah, and then you could be asked if you know where Queens is once they discover you have uh, an American accent. Yeah. And you could be told, again, you may not know, you could be told that there are nonstop flights from JFK to Paris. Even though you know that because you've taken that flight. And even though you are in London, you might get to learn about the JFK to Paris flight patterns. Yes. Even though you may have taken that flight last year. But okay. Anyway. So, just so you know. So, if someone asks you multiple times, do you know what this is? Just tell them you're from New York. Just tell them from New it York. It doesn't matter if you're not. Just say you're from New York. And then he'll tell you all about his cousin in Queens. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, we got a little hot chai started. Which is very good, by the way. Yeah. Chai is good stuff. Some good stuff. Um, yeah, I was addicted to the one at Dunkin' Donuts for a while. But once you have, like, the real deal, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. So then, after about 45 minutes outside, another 10 to 15 minutes inside, um, finally got a chance to sit down for dinner. Boy, let me tell you. It was, <laughs> worth, it was <laughs> worth the cold outside hour wait. Like, I know we're trying to like speed this up a little bit. However, we got to talk about this dinner. This Deshoom, this food at Deshoom, I mean... I'd say it's some of the I'd say it's the best Indian food I've ever had, but like that might like be underselling it is by saying it's some of the best food, food I've ever had. Period. Yes. Period. <laughs> okay. It's food crazy. Do you remember exactly what we had? One hundred percent. All right. Let's. What's the first thing? Chili chicken. Crispy. With a nice heat, not too spicy, but a good amount of spice. That crunch on it and the flavor. It's like a like flavor explosion. So it was a good way to start the meal because yeah, this little, was like an appetizer. Nice little chicken bites, little mini like, chicken bites. Yeah, little mini crunchy little, and then the little bits of spice and seasoning that oh, so good. Gunpowder potatoes, very very tasty. Hot, really seasoned potatoes, yeah. and they were like roasted. roasted they potatoes. came with like a yogurt sauce. Perfectly, uh, when, when there was like a curry spice on it, or yeah, that's sort. aromatic, kind of, very yeah. aromatic, very flavorful, perfect with that yogurt. Spicy lamb chops, <sighs> they were tender. Uh, they had pomegranate, pomegranate, pomegranate yeah. excuse me, with them. So, it added a little bit of sweet to a nice, the. The flavor, like, kind of punched you in your mouth. It was so good. I was like, oh, these are good. Nice and tender. Very juicy. Cooked perfectly. Then we had the masala prawns. They were grilled. Nice char on them. Very good. What did you think of the prawns? I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah, and that was the thing. It was like, it was, we had so much different, so many different things on, on our on our plate or on the table that it was like, you were eat, you were eat something for a while. You're like, oh, oh, snap! I got to go back to this. I got to go back to this. Like the masala prawns, like they almost got lost they in the shuffle. Got lost, yeah. Because there were just so much stuff on those. Like, oh, I got to try this. I got to eat this. I got to eat this. And we we put a dent in a lot of this. But these last two things, we put a severe dent in. Whew. 
One is the lamb biryani. Yes, that was you. Man, listen. It was like the slow cooked lamb and this rice. They cook kettle. it in, in the right like they, in the rice. They, it's like a pot of rice, yeah. and they put the lamb in the middle of the rice, and they cover it up, and it steams. Yeah. Ugh. And the lamb just kind of just falls apart. And again, like we've talked about when we've talked about lamb recently, it's like this isn't a gamey lamb. No, it's not gamey. Like, it was, this is nice and tender and fresh and just like so good and, and succulent. Just oh my god! But then this something called this this chicken ruby. Okay, this chicken ruby. <laughs> I don't know what that is. This was different, man. I don't even know what it is. I've never even heard of chicken ruby. It's like I've heard of chicken masala. I've heard of butter chicken. I've heard of all kinds of stuff. I've never heard of chicken ruby. It blew my mind. This sauce that this chicken... First of all, the chicken was like super tender. It was ridiculous. But the flavor on that chicken and that sauce... I was stuffed. I bi- I didn't even touch my naan because I was like, uh, I'm not going to fill up on that. So God must have known to have us wait to try the chicken ruby because he knew I'd probably drink all the sauce <laughs> in that bowl and just like lose my mind. That sauce was some of the best sauce I've ever tasted like I was stuffed and I was taking my knot and scraping this sauce out of this bowl because it was that good I wish I could like order that and have it like flash frozen and delivered to my house that's how good it was they needed Deshoom here if Deshoom were in (laughs) like Tennessee I'd be like road trip Tennessee we're going to Deshoom that that food was crazy that, that that lamb biryani and that chicken ruby, I don't even know. Like, and Chanel was talking about la- you know, eating it last or whatever like that. This was the last meal we had in in London. And we were supposed to go. The first the day. The first day. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things, we, you know, the schedule kind of works around, you know, whatever. Because if we had gone the first day. We'd have probably went every we'd have night. Threw, we'd have threw, <laughs> we'd have threw everything like, out the window. Nah, nah. We'll just go here every day. And I was looking in the menu before getting ready for this show here. And I'm like, you know what? There's probably like 15 things I would order the next time I went. Like, there's so many other things I want to try. Yeah. Chicken ruby, chicken ruby, chicken ruby, chicken ruby. That's <laughs> no, all I, mean, I like, care about. You look at some of the things. Like, I don't care about none of that. We didn't, try, care about we didn't try the tikka masala. Like, we didn't yeah, try the other lamb that. dishes. I care about that chicken ruby, though. I mean, I'm not going to not get that. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I, I would get some other you stuff. You need to get your own, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to tell people. <laughs> I don't know. If you go to Deshoom, you get that chicken ruby. Get the chicken and ruby. the funny thing is I spoke to somebody else who had gone uh, a couple months before we went. And uh, they were like, you have to try Deshoom. You have to try that chicken ruby. And I was like, oh, okay. Whatever. I'm sure it's pretty good. No, he was not kidding. That <laughs> that thing was fantastic. It looks crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And I can't even describe how it tastes. It's just like I've never had anything like it before. I you know what I haven't even looked maybe they have it something similar no they don't I'm here sure. in I'm America sure. I'm sure we can't find it well <laughs> anyhow Deshoom amazing amazing again we we made out pretty well with the places we ate um in London I, I would say I would, definitely highly recommend every place we've mentioned on the show really quick we'll go through the uh the Paris stuff we went back to Apudo for a ramen fix because one of us needed ramen yes we did go to a new breakfast spot uh, called uh, the Hardware Society yes. Uh, near Sacre Core. Um, <laughs> that was an adventure. That was an adventure. Um, but the the breakfast was was amazing. It was pretty good. 
What'd you have? What'd you have for the breakfast? Uh, so what was that called? It was like a, a pork belly. So I forget the name of the dish, but it was pork belly with like this potato bacon croquette type deal mm-hmm. uh, with uh, egg. I had my eggs fried over hard. So good. Yeah, okay, so good. Yeah. And then it had like this sauce on top of the egg. Oh my goodness. It was fantastic. It's a really great looking dish too. It's a beautiful good looking, looking, good dish. looking dish. Uh, if you look up this place online, it's owned by Australians that moved to Paris and they opened this brunch spot. Excuse me. Um, but you have to take a look at the picture of what I had because that, that sold me on getting it. It sold me on going to this place and it tastes as good as it looks. And then I had like this uh, egg sandwich. It was like, they call it a bacon and egg sandwich, but the bacon was like this super thick cut bacon, and it was like hard to eat as a sandwich. You kind of had to eat the bacon separately. And it came with avocado. Um, it was amazing. The bacon, the bacon there was so good. The bacon and the pork belly, yeah, um, so good. Like the pork over there was just different. Yeah. Um, and they had the the avocado. They have these croissants. I think they get them from a bakery nearby. I don't think they make them in the house. Although they had other pastries, they may, maybe all the pastries come from somewhere else. These croissants were different, man. These were these were these were, well, French croissants are different than croissants you can. Roy is obsessed with French. Croissants. I am obsessed with French croissants. I would eat croissants. I would have eaten croissants every day if it were possible. Those croissants you did it last different. time. I did last time. Um, I only ate the, the one croissant. Well, yeah. the the one I, I took to home to with us. <laughs> yeah, but um, no, I mean the croissants are just different. This croissant again, they're it's so the butter. It's the butter. It's the butter. They have the so we best went there, over there. We went to Apudo. We went to actually two burger spots. Yes, we tried two burger spots. So we tried the one uh, Le Rousseau burger joint, joint, and we tried another one. I have the name in front of me called Rumi's, which is it's right a, near our hotel. We tried to get similar burgers at both restaurants. So you got the blue do, cheese at both, right? I got the blue cheese at both. Um, I think I got like a, the regular burger, the standard burger at, at both spots. Um I don't know what it is. I can't explain what it is. I'm not sure. I didn't really look it look it up. The beef over there is different because it's grass fed. It's not they they don't eat, they're not feeding their cows corn. Okay, well yeah, that's what it is. No, yeah, but the beef definitely tastes different. They have better cheese in Paris, obviously, especially blue cheese. Um, they, it's the um, well, that's their thing, blue cheese. Mm-hmm. That's their that's their thing, blue cheese. Is it their thing? I think it is. I don't know if it's their thing or not, but both restaurants had great quality blue cheese. Uh, I liked Rumi's better. I think I told you that. I like Rumi's better. I like your I like your blue cheese burger, Rumi's. That was that was probably the best burger yeah. that we had. But both burgers were great. Yeah. Um, the buns were great. The fries were. I think I like the fries at the other place. The better. fries at the other place were definitely better, but yeah. the burgers were better yeah, at Rumi's. Yeah, Le Rousseau. And again, you can get bacon and all sorts of things. And, and again, we got burgers in Paris because we've been to Paris before. We did the whole fancy restaurant Paris thing. Like I said, last time we ate croissants every day. So if you want to hear about restaurants in Paris, if you just uh, listen to our show from last year when we went, uh, we have some great restaurant recommendations for Paris. And just before we get off of this, you want to talk about Pierre Hermé, your, your macarons or whatever? Or? I, I think I talked about them last year. Okay. Also went back this year because to me, if you're going to do macarons, you should go to Pierre Hermé. Yeah, they're a little pricey, but well worth it. They have a caramel one. <laughs> will blow your mind. It even has Roy... Who hates macarons? Hates them. Loving macarons. That caramel. You yeah, have to right. admit that caramel one is 
fantastic. I have to admit, I have to admit, yeah, the caramel, the caramel mac- macarons, they were they were really good. To, to, to me, the other ones, they're not good. <laughs> they're good, but that caramel is just out of this world. That caramel is very good. So, um, any place in particular out of any of those places that stand out the most? What was your favorite dish, your favorite meal? I guess uh, Dishoom, I guess. Maybe. Dishoom, oh, maybe, not, maybe favorite not. meal, Dishoom. Favorite dish was the uh, bone marrow oysters. Okay. Okay, the Hawks and Marlboro. Uh, with the ruby chicken coming in close second. Yeah, Dishoom. Yeah, Dishoom is just amazing. <laughs> so good. Yeah. That ruby so chicken, good. man. I'm sorry. It's so it's We need so, one so of good. those here. Come on, America. Let's get yeah, it. So if, any, if anybody's been to Dishoom or been to London or been to Paris, let us know where you've been. Let us know what, what restaurants you like, what restaurants you recommend, or what restaurants you don't recommend. Because um, we're always looking for different places to try and tell people about on the show. Again, johnappetit at gmail.com or johnappetit um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Quick break. On the other side, we'll tell you about some upcoming events and hand out some invitations for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to segment number three of the show. Upcoming events or an event going on right now. The last two weeks of the Made in Philadelphia holiday market right down in Dilworth Park in Center City, Philadelphia, right at City Hall. Over 50 artisans, designers, crafters, and confectionaries from the greater Philadelphia region offering decorations, gifts, holiday foods, and more. It's also the home of the Christmas Village Carousel and the Rothman Ice Rink. Again, it's open every day between now and January the 1st. Food down there includes uh, French Toast Bites by local artisan foods, Made in Philadelphia Cheesesteaks, Bar Hugie, and alcohol-infused desserts by Sinful Bliss. So for more information on that, check out MadeInPhila.com. It's time now for our Sunday dinner. It's the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy. Or at least noteworthy to us. A little bit of a break from us talking about food all the time on the show. Um, you want to go first? I'll, go, I'll first. go first. Mine is quick. Mine's quick, too. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so my Sunday dinner invite goes out to the one and only. She did it again. She did it again. I knew you were going to guess I was going to go first. Let me go first. She. Let me go first. Okay. My dinner invite goes out to the one and only. He did it again. Ray J. Ooh. Have that energy when people close doors in your face, when people tell you no, when people tell you you can't do something. I don't care. Have the same energy (laughs) that Ray J had when his designer glasses got broken on international YouTube. Ray J's glasses that he can flip down that he's been on YouTube with got broken right in his face. These supposedly unbreakable glasses got broken in his face. Ray J... Didn't miss a beat and said, what? I don't care. He didn't care. He didn't care. He didn't care because he could still put the glasses on and he got boxes more of the glasses and they're going to come anyway. Have that same energy, people. People tell you no. Like, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Take that energy with us. And mean it. Because he meant it. He meant that. He was like, he didn't miss a beat. He saw, he's like, you know what? I don't care. He said, I don't care. Let's have that energy in 2020. 
Yes. You know? like, cause that's the energy I'm on. I don't Cause, care. Because people think that's a negative. No, that's positive. It's not negative. It's positive. You don't let that interrupt your spirit. Exactly. If you are on a positive train and you are moving forward and you got good things coming to you and you're putting good energy out in the world and someone hits you with the negative, you know what? The, I don't care. I don't care. And keep it moving. Keep, keep going moving. about your business. I have been working my way to I don't care for the past five years. And I saw it manifested in Ray J and I said, you know what? I'm on the right path. That's right. I shall soon be like Ray J and say, I don't care. There you go. So Ray J, you get the invite. Please bring some glasses because I like to buy. I'd like to buy some. Exactly. I'm very curious about these glasses. Exactly. All right. Don't show up with those glasses. Your <laughs> your Sunday invite. Who go, I'm sure go, she's goes out to the one and only. Here we go. <laughs> she did it again on the 25th anniversary. Guess what went to number one? What went to number one, Roy? You said 20, 25th anniversary. Twenty. Fifth anniversary. So, 25 years ago, 1994. 1994, the hottest song in America. I need Kamozi. Here comes a hot stepper. I'm trying to think. 94. What else? I'm not sure. All I want for, for Christmas is you. Is you. It, this, this is the first time it went one, which is amazing. It's always on there. Yeah, but it's never one, which is it, like, it's always up there. It went number one. It never went number one. Right, Carrie so is so fabulous. I love her so much. And if you're listening to this and you think, oh, she doesn't have it anymore, I saw her in concert. What last year? Uh, last year. Last year. She still has it. And unless you've seen her in concert, you cannot run around and say that she can't sing like that anymore. I saw it live. She can still belt it out. Yeah. Uh, clearly she can still sell records she's still going on tour she has she's she still on her christmas on tour, tour. Yeah. she's amazing i love her congratulations mariah carey no congrats mariah carey again 25 years later your song going number one because it's the best christmas song ever i saw the list i, I forget how many songs but I they, they had a list of all her number one songs i mean it's just it's ridiculous I mean, the number ones um two christmas songs i i can't get out of season without hearing uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. What do you think number two is? Two Christmas songs you can't get out of. The season without hearing. <sighs> is this a serious answer or a non-serious answer? Serious answer. It's not DMX. No, no I was going to say DMX was my non-serious answer. I was going to say Boyz II Men. Yes. Okay. Let it snow. Yeah. Look at you. I know, I know the songs. I love those Christmas songs. Yeah. yeah that's why I asked you serious and non-serious because non-serious would be DMX. Non-serious definitely DMX. Because that's the best Christmas <laughs> song ever. Um, not the best ever, but has has to go on the list. Has to go on the list. So congrats to Mariah Carey. Again, you always get the invite to our home for Sunday dinner. Again, kudos to you. 25 years later, all I want for Christmas. Number one spot in America, in the world, I think. In the world? Well, yeah, Billboard. A, Billboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billboard. So well, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's an amazing feat. That is it for this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us once again. Now, before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Now, our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you... John Appetit.
It's your last chance to get gifts before the holiday, and right now at Old Navy, everything's up to 75% off with gifts from just one, two, three, and four bucks. Buy online, pick up in store for free in two hours with extended store hours, too. Get up to 75% off everything at Old Navy and OldNavy.com now. Valid 1218 to 1224 excludes gift cards, today only, two day only deals, register lane items, jewelry, and zip zap stuff gifting bins. Orders must be placed before 4 p.m. for same day pickup, subject to availability and delays. Additional terms supply. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.